Psalm 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he doth meditate day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. When our delight is in the word of the Lord, when we think upon that word day and night, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. I think about a great big elm tree that's by a river of water. It's constantly drawing. Its roots are constantly drawing from that river of water. That's what we're like. When we meditate day and night on Scripture, when we're always looking for a Scripture upon which to meditate, and the reason for meditating in the Scripture is so we can do the Scripture. And by doing the Scripture, we bring forth fruit in season. Our leaf doesn't wither. There's a lot of hard going out here in this lifetime. But even when the hard going happens, we're drawing water from the Scriptures. So our leaf doesn't wither. And the promise is, whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Now this isn't a person who is going to sit around in the counsel of the ungodly. There was a woman that I was acquainted with years ago. She was a very humorous woman. I found her entertaining. But she was so ungodly. She called herself a Christian. And yet, she would come up with all of these things that I knew weren't the wisdom of God. And you didn't dare tell her you had any kind of physical problem because she's going to give you an answer for it. If I said to her, I have a sore throat today, she would get really totally quiet and you could see she was figuring out how to take care of the sore throat. She wasn't trained in medicine. She didn't know a thing about medicine. She just was wise in her own thinking. And she thought she had to have the answer for every problem. She didn't turn to God for the answer, though she called herself a Christian. But she had to come up with the answer. And you knew the minute you said you were having a physical problem, she was going to come up with exactly what you had done wrong or needed to do. And you knew she didn't know. There was one time we were at a mutual friend's house and uh, the, the friend had a sound system and I've spent my last four, 20, 30 years dealing with sound systems. This woman had never turned a sound system on in her life. We're sitting there at Sandra's house and something went wrong with her sound system and this woman who always had to have the answer, said, It's those two blue lights on that. They're too close together. It shouldn't be that way. She didn't know one thing about sound systems. 
She'd never even turned on a sound system. And we knew that about her. And Sandra and I just looked at each other. We didn't say anything, but we knew she didn't know what she was talking about. Well, I liked this woman like, a, like you like a daughter. Finally, God worked it out for me to separate from her because she wouldn't receive scripture, and yet she said she was a Christian. She didn't delight in anything when I would say God showed me to do that. She, would, she had no delight in the things of God. So he separated me from her. And here's what God told me about her. If she ever comes to you and says, because of this specific scripture, I did this. Pay attention to her. Until then, just don't be around her. I don't even live in the same state where she lives now, but we used to call each other, and we don't do that at all anymore. I didn't say anything to her. I, I just stopped sending her emails and stopped calling her. And she stopped sending me emails and stopped calling me. You don't have to have a big racket to separate from a person. Just disappear. If they don't hear from you, they usually don't keep after you. Then if the time ever comes that they really have the Spirit of God, they're going to want to be around you who have the Spirit of God. And that's how you do the separation. Let me talk briefly about how we can meditate in the Word of God day and night. We have to have a way to do that. I have come across something that really works well for me. I have a Kindle tablet, which allows me to take photographs, screen prints of pages of the Bible, and it will appear on my Kindle photo album. So I take certain scriptures that I'm trying to actually do and need to read them day and night to enable me to have the power to do them. I take a screen print of that part of the Bible. That night when I go to bed, I pull up on my Kindle tablet my photographs, and there are all the screen prints of the Bible that I've collected. And I go over each of those scriptures each night. I consider whether or not I have lived by that scripture that day. Have I actually done that throughout the day? Is this what I'm living by? And if not, I would repent and try to make that scripture stronger by even thinking about it more often during the day. Make it a priority. I examine myself by these scriptures every night. In the morning when I awaken, even before I get out of bed, I cause myself to think on these scriptures. Maybe not all of them, but at least some of them. And of course, there's always prayer, which connects you to God. But you have to meditate on the Word of God in order to get the strength to do the Word of God. There are some scriptures that I have kept before me for several months and some even for years. 
And then there'll be another scripture, and I add it to my list of scriptures. But it works well for me to make the screen prints and to have it on my photo album, the actual page from the Bible. And I can go to just one from one scripture to another, thinking about those scriptures that I've accumulated at this exact moment in time. Meditating on the Word of God day and night. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 tells us to do this and it tells us what will happen when we do this and the reason for doing this. This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. It is the only thing that gives me the strength to overcome my own flesh. The scriptures are the only thing that enables me to overcome my flesh. We want to praise other humans. We want to compliment them. We want to tell them how wonderful it is that they did such and such. And often what they did is not good at all. We need to stop doing that. When I run into a problem like that, of course I pray, but then I'm very alert to any scripture that will help me fight my own fleshly way of complimenting people to try to make them feel better about themselves. And when I find that scripture, I think of it day and night. I put that scripture before me first thing in the morning. I end my day looking at that scripture. And I do that for weeks and weeks and weeks until it's so deeply in me, it rises up to stop my flesh from complimenting them on their fleshly works. Because flesh wants to complement flesh. And we all have flesh to deal with, our own flesh.